Welcome to the Future of Work Live. We're supposed to have an intro, but I don't know what happened to it. <laughs> I clicked on it and it doesn't seem to want to work. So what do you know? Uh, I don't know what that what that is about. And uh, we'll try it here one more time. I know this is what happens with live. So we don't have that. So I'll tell you what, we'll go ahead and get to our, our, uh, our uh, show today. And notice how that just really threw me off, you know. Here, I'm supposed to be a pro. And so here we are. And this is the Future of Work Live. And I'm your host, Mark Salisbury. And today, our guest is Jackie Badson. And she's going to be talking about how not to lose your soul in the metaverse. So we have a special introduction for her. And we're going to bring this particular person on. And it's Socrates Digital, which... It's fitting for uh, that we have someone with one foot in the metaverse and one foot in our real world and have him introduce Jackie Batson. So here he comes to do that. And we're going to go ahead and hear from him. Jackie Batson is a sought after experienced designer and futurist. Jackie has created global brand experiences for Nike, Google Events and YouTube, where she owns saw the strategic execution functions of multi-million dollar sales generating events. She also held the role of experience leader for renowned design thinking agency idea where she oversaw the experience for employees, visitors, and clients. As the co-founder of TechTable, Jackie has brought together the most forward-thinking minds in hospitality, tech and investment to reimagine and shape the future of hospitality innovation. Today, Jackie consults with Fortune 500 brands, startups, nonprofits, and has been a featured speaker at the United Nations. Uh, very good. And I noticed that we didn't hear that very well. So I don't know what happened to our sound because I did this a few minutes ago. <laughs> so I'm just having one of those days where issues are here. So I'm going to make sure we know about Jackie and her background. So I'm going to repeat some of this. And, and it's worth repeating, to be honest. And so we know that she is a sought-after experienced designer, and she's created global brand experiences for Nike, Google Events, YouTube, where she oversaw the strategic and execution functions of a multi-million dollar sales generating events. She also held the role of experienced lead at renowned design Thinking Agency, IDO, where she oversaw the experience of employees, visitors, and clients. As the co-founder of Tech Table, Jackie has brought together the most forward-thinking minds in hospitality tech investment to reimagine the shape and future of hospitality innovation. Today, Jackie consults with Fortune 500 brands, startups, nonprofits, and has been a featured speaker at the United Nations. Wasn't that worth repeating? I certainly think so. So let's go ahead and not wait another second. Let's bring Jackie on. Hi, Jackie. Nice for you to be here today. You know, I think the double introduction with one being digital and one being person in, in person is really a, the perfect way to kick off this conversation. So thank you for both of those. Thank you for both of those. An underlying theme on our discussion today is that things could go wrong in a technology world. <laughs> So, yes, it can. You yes, know, it can. I, I've done this show, well, this is like our 14th episode, and I've never had, and it would not play the video at the beginning. Really? <laughs> I clicked, and it's like, hey, I'm just not playing, right? And it's like, 
what is that about? And then I just did Socrates Digital and his voice was fine. It was loud. And I mean, literally like 20 minutes ago and I click on it. Now it's really low and you can't hardly hear it. So there you go. You know what? We're still going to be informational and have fun. So let's let's get to today's really what it's about. And let's get to it. Yeah, let's get to it. And one of the things that that um, is the topic for this and kind of the essence of this show is don't lose your soul to the metaverse. All right. And so that was actually your phrase when we went back and forth. So what what do you mean by that? So it's it's interesting because um, earlier today I was actually having a conversation uh, with a friend of mine who's a brilliant guy. And he his belief is that the metaverse doesn't have a future if it doesn't have a soul. And I thought that is such an incredible sentiment and it's such an incredible goal to have. Um, and I share that hope, but unfortunately I'm a little bit more of a, a realist. And I think, you know, as people are developing new products, new platforms, new ways to engage, new ways to connect, new ways to perhaps even reinvent yourself. Um, I want to make sure that we're staying true to, um, who we are as humans and making sure that your individual personality um, is, is also being brought to life through the metaverse. Um, I also want to make sure that um, as people, you know, are looking at web three and, and how to build it, what the future looks like, what the future of the metaverse looks like, that it doesn't get stuck in the uh, kind of the, the monetization realm and that where people are just, building things because it's trendy, uh, because it's super profitable, um, and really making sure that we're staying true to what, what is being developed. Are we actually creating things that are useful? Uh, are we creating platforms that do promote equality? Uh, is, are these really true community-based programs? How are we furthering people's connections by in, uh, having people continue to engage in the metaverse? So I think that there's it's, it's a big question. Um, and again, I love his sentiment that, you know, it doesn't have a future if it doesn't have a soul. But if we use that as kind of our thesis, then how can we use that, I would say, more of a, as our North Star and making sure that we keep that in mind as we either build or we engage. So if you're more of a consumer of the products or the platforms, where are you going and where are you putting your time and your energy? Is it actually furthering your life in better ways? Uh, your family's life, your friend's life. So I think that uh, I'll just start with that. And I'm curious to see kind of what, what thoughts you, you have. <laughs> I could go, I could talk for 10 minutes. The, 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 thing, the thing that comes to my mind when I see the metaverse and I see some of the platforms that are now emerging and we know some of the big guys are gone, you know, that uh, Facebook is, uh, which is meta, yeah. right, is trying yeah. to, to create a platform. And Microsoft has jumped in kind of quietly, but they are yep. already there and they're going to build it on top of Teams. That's what they're going to do. But, you know, mm -hmm. I, I can't shake this feeling that I've seen it before. Deja vu all over again. Right. Do you remember yep. Second Life? Did you ever see Second Life? Yes. It's been a while. Yes. yes. It's right it's after the, yeah, in the early yes. 2000s. And uh so I thought, well, this is pretty cool. So I got into Second Life and some professional associations would would have events and you could go as an avatar. And so I even yeah. I even fixed yeah. mine up and my avatar actually had a cup. 
you know, because I always have a cup wherever I go. And so, but it never really quite broke. You know what I mean? It got kind of interesting. People talked about it. It became jokes at late night television. Um, But, and I think it's because they tried to monetize it too quick. You know, Uh, that they tried to, the idea of selling property and then businesses could have properties. And then, so you buy this digital products and, and so it kind of just kind of dwindled off. Uh, And then now it seems like we're back. (laughs) And, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and I, and I, I really resonate with what you're saying is if it's just about monetizing, then we're not yeah. seeing what I see is actually the, the benefit of the metaverse. Uh, the possibility, the potential is more around. It can help us work way more effectively. It can help yeah. us actually be much more inclusive to people yeah. and be able to tap their talents. And we can be able to now accelerate our ability to innovate. And so I think there's some real powerful ideas there for, and this is what the show is about, right? The future of work. Um, but I, I think that what's going to happen is it's going to be overshadowed by the future of sales, right? And so that's oh, my concern. Yeah, the future of monetization over the future of community. That's, that's a whole topic on itself. Yeah, I, you know, in, in taking a look, it's interesting you bring up Second Life because it's something that I've also talked with people about and we kind of laugh at it. But, you know, there's things that are being these kind of alternative worlds that are be, uh, being created right now. Um, there is a, there's a lot of depth there and I don't want to, um, you know, just kind of throw that away. There are, are people that um, in this world do not have a lot of families or perhaps don't have a lot of friends and have really formed their own. They use the word family. So there are mm-hmm. families within these games or within these, different metaverse realities um, that they rely on each other and they've never met in real person, like in real life. Um, And I hope that they do at some point. Um, There are people that are developing new skills and using that to earn money through, you know, very small increments now, but uh, through the different metaverses that they are working in through if it's designing clothes, if it's movies, if it's creating, you know, shorts, like, there's so there is so much there, um, but that's you know just like one piece of kind of this larger uh, picture that we're talking about um, because there is uh, there's a lot of components to the metaverse and to Web three and to crypto and to all these different aspects of it um, that can that are converging now in a really exciting way and so many new opportunities and opportunities for growth and exploration and all the things that I love curiosity. I just would also hope that we kind of take a look back, you know, maybe perhaps not necessarily to Second Life, even though I'd love that, but Web 2 and where social media started um, and kind of to see what's happened from that, that it really started as this interesting platform to share updates and share photos and connect with different people and businesses were started. And then slowly but surely advertising came in and there's bots and there's disinformation and it's a, it's a whole um, complicated situation that started from a really kind of, you know, incredible place of curiosity and connection and to see where it's gone uh, and how far we've swung. I just want, you know, it's something that I, I really hope that people look to as they 
are diving deeper, deeper into this kind of web three world and metaverse world. Um, because I know being part of, you know, the companies I was part of when web two was really up and coming, it was exciting. And it felt like all these unlimited opportunities and looking back, you know, I mean, that was 10 plus years ago. And you see that where we are now, it's, it's, it's a big flag. So that's more of my message too, is this, you know, how do you bring your soul into the metaverse? How do you, how are you taking your aspects from what you've put into the metaverse and bring it back into real life and to make sure, you know, that we're kind of looking back in on uh, previous examples of what went wrong and how do we steer clear from that? How do we course correct before we kind of hit that, that point? Yeah. You know, one of the things, and you and I have chatted around this topic, but one of the things I find really fascinating is, and I think the metaverse kind of heightens this, is that um, some of those old values that uh, we have uh, entrusted <laughs> over the years are coming back. You know, I grew up in a little logging town in Oregon, and my dad was a logger. He gave me a lot of lessons around, you know, be honest, work hard. Uh, yeah. Things like your word is your bond, right? All those things. And then I think we kind of lost it for a while in the, in the internet. We got a kind of a anonymous people. And then we have anonymous comments about other people, some of them not very good. And yeah. but people didn't stand behind their, their, you know, their statements. And I think what's, what's starting to happen now is, is that people are starting to recognize that we can trace identities. We do know, you know, if you want to work with someone that all of those traits that we thought were old fashioned and corny and stuff, are actually coming back and more important than ever, right? And so I think that's that little soul piece that you're talking about is we want to really know the essence of the beings that we're connecting with and not just their avatars. Their Yeah, show their character, their essence. I really, I really believe in that. I And I, I love, first of all, I do not know that you grew up um, out in Oregon and in a, a kind of a, a logging community I, and that you're now talking about the future of work. I think that's so fascinating. Um, and on that kind of touching on this idea of like values and character, um, you, you know, it's, it's something that I feel like out, outside of the metaverse, even companies are having to do that now. So it's something that I feel like is from across the board from individuals um, to the actual the companies that are hiring people and what do they stand for. And I hope that it's a trend that will continue to grow and that will also find its way into the, into the metaverse and into, into web three. Um, because I think it, it did get lost a little bit. It did. And this kind of move fast, break things mentality, you know, ask for forgiveness, not for permission, which was something that I, I believed in kind of in, in my like core for years. And I'm happy to kind of rethink and relearn. Um, but to be a little bit more thoughtful um, about who you're designing for, who you're uh, connecting, connecting with, who you, you know, who you are um, and holding on to those values and not just throwing them away for, you know, something shiny and new um, that's cooler in, in the metaverse. And I, I think this is really talking about, uh, especially what I'm, 
most concerned about is, you know, young, young people. Um, I have many nieces and nephews. They're all amazing people. Um, but it's, it's a concern. And, um, you know, coming out of COVID and being kind of isolated for so long, uh, I worry a bit about, you know, kids and teens and tweens, their kind of social development, right? There are stories now of people, adults and kids, not wanting to take off their masks. They feel more comfortable, especially mm -hmm. uh, kids. Now, this is not about health by any means. It's more of just a, a chance to hide. And I don't want people to hide. And I, and I don't want people to use the metaverse to hide. You know, I want it to be an, uh, an opportunity to be an extension and exploration of who they are um, and different schools, skills that they can learn and people that they can meet and things that they can do. But I don't want that to exclude from engaging in real life um, and making sure yeah. that your person, you know, your character is is good in the values and that you have strong connections with people. So, yeah. yeah you bring that that which you learned in real life to mm -hmm. the metaverse, right? And all yeah. those the things where, you know, your word is your bond, right? You're going to show yes, up. Your word is your bond. Yeah. So all of those. My things. word is my bond. Like that's it's something I was I was raised with that too. Very much, very much. You know, very traditional <laughs> traditional values. Um, yeah. And that's the thing is for everyone. I think there's it is something about character and, um, you know, hopefully it's it's a little bit more of a kinder universe as well and 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 stays away from some of the the things that we've seen in web two and kind of the nasty comments but um you know something else i wanted to touch on kind of flipping this is you know we, we just touched on making sure there's strong connections in in real life and i just finished um an, a conference kind of a gathering conference um out in actually in california and it was with uh, it was for a company where they have all been kind of remote and siloed um, and bringing these people together um, and watching really how magical it was. I, I know I'm, I'm using that in a little, mm -hmm. you know, bit of a flighty sense, but it really was. People did not stop talking the entire time. They were so excited to like be around people and talk and learn and listen and kind of experience this together and i think there's something very much about you know connection in-person connection and conversations that you have um in in the real life that in the real life in real life <laughs> that i i don't you know I, I don't want people to uh forget that and especially yeah. young people so well, and, it, and we're relearning it too i mean i just presented at a conference a, a technology conference in washington dc about, uh, what, three weeks ago? And I was really pleasantly surprised how happy people were to be back together again. Yeah. And how yeah. people would just love to ask me, a person, a question, right? You know, at, in my presentation. And so it, it was very striking. And also, I think, very grounding uh, in the sense that this is a technology conference, right? And we're talking yeah. about kinds of cool things like agents and how these agents can help us in certain ways and stuff. But yet, right there and then, you know, this face-to-face -face is an important part of who we are. And I think, I think we forget that sometimes, that we are fully developed people, right? And we actually have a history of wanting to be close together physically and and uh, 
share our conversations and things. And, and yeah. uh, it, uh, it was pleasantly surprising to me how, how that really, um, it really kind of uh, fueled the conversation because you could tell, you could tell it's been a couple of years because this is the first time this conference met for like three years now. And so, wow, yes. Yeah, people yeah. were very, very glad to be back together. Yeah. I, I love to hear that. I, I've been hearing that more and more. Um, you know, in the work that I do, I was pretty, you know, concerned that that was not, people were going to be more apprehensive about um, convening again um, and that they would get, you know, a little bit more um, particular with when, when and where they go, which I think has happened. But to to an extent, but I found that when they actually make the leap and they show up, they're very excited to be there. Um, you know, I, I hope that that kind of eliminates this idea of like forced team bonding. I hope is a thing of the past. I think that that's just like a lot of uh, it's got taken up too far. Um, but I'm really, you know, curious to see as remote work continues and people are a little bit more isolated. How do we how are we creating connections for different companies, different you know cultures uh, within a company? If you want to want to call it a culture or a creed or a value, mm -hmm. um, and I think there's going to be a couple different layers. I think that you're going to see these metaverse layers that people will be connecting, you know, at home through their own screens, through their headsets, whoever it is. But there's also going to be an element of people coming together, um, and how companies are creating that very thoughtfully to allow people to really um, engage with one another, I think is going to be really fascinating to see. So it's going to be kind of this kind of interesting growth trajectory for both of these kind of uh, metaverse, you know, virtual experiential gatherings. And also then what does it look like when you bring people together in person? Um, and then how do you create the connections, you know, in, in between that? So <clears throat> I think it's, it's a pretty, um, fascinating time. Um, and I hope that there is a lot more of this overlap of the, finding the connections between the metaverse, virtual and in person, because uh, yeah. I think there's really, really cool stuff that can be done. And, and, and I'll go one up on you is it, okay. it's kind of my it's kind of my prediction that yeah. as we get prediction. more experienced with this, we're going to mm -hmm. find that we actually take those characteristics and kind of the way that we behave, right? And expect other people to behave that, you know, your word is your bond and all those kinds mm -hmm. of things, honesty, integrity. And I think that that's going to extend into the metaverse, that we're going to find that the metaverse yeah. isn't a place that you can hide, but rather it's a place that's going to accentuate who you actually are. I mean, I hope that that is true that is brilliant and i hope that's true that's not losing your soul in the metaverse <laughs> that's really exactly exactly you just nailed it, you just nailed it. oh but and I we have it. to we have to move on to something very important and that okay, is yes. you just don't do shows all day you do other things like consulting right and so can you tell I us do. a little bit about your consulting services so um i'm an independent consultant so working on a a couple of things behind the scenes here, but um, my work really is about um, 
experience design, which really kind of translates into creating impactful and memorable moments for uh, attendees, for brands, um, and for employees. So kind of as we're coming back into um, this new reality um, and looking to gather again, um, I help companies do that. I help brands do that. I help people do that um, and really kind of create these transformative moments uh, for individuals and for and for groups. So it's it's still within this kind of amazing kind of event and gathering space, but it's something that's, you know, part of my uh, really core values is, is empathy. So I look at everything through an empathetic lens and uh, kind of through the lens of, of, of a designer. So it's great. I love it. I get to work with some amazing people. I collaborate with agencies and individuals and brands, and I, I get to do some really cool wow. works. Well, valuable services indeed. And so yeah. here's where I thank you, Jackie, for being on our show today. And I'm supposed to click on my video to show our closing credits, but who knows what's going to happen today. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> but thank you. And uh, it's good having you on the show. Thanks so much, Mark. And there it is. I clicked on it, but it's not working. <laughs> so we're just going to end the stream here. And that's yes. just the way it worked this time. But guess what? Just like, um, you know, we worked through it. And we'll see you all exactly. next time. Yes.